You're listening to the Oz Movies Podcast, only on the Oz Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Oz Network as we come to you for another movie episode of the podcast for you. Another spoiler-free review and another spoiler-free review featuring just myself. That's right, another solo film review for you, given that uh, I have no friends, so therefore I have to go see movies by myself, and uh, this week we are covering for you uh, the movie Logan Lucky, the uh, new film out there by Steven Soderbergh, and uh, a very interesting film, a very enjoyable film, and uh, one that uh, I feel is um, going to be fun to talk about. Uh, if you've not heard a whole lot about this movie, I think kind of the real selling point for a lot of people, particularly the one that really sold it for me, was the fact that you have Daniel Craig, a.k.a. James Bond, playing a redneck Southern American prisoner. And uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Daniel Craig in this uh, episode. Uh, it also stars Channing Tatum, Adam Driver. Uh, it's got Riley Keough in there, Seth MacFarlane, Katie Holmes, Hilary Swank, uh, just to name a few people in this movie. And um, definitely a star-studded film and uh, a very interesting and fun one. Indeed. It's uh, been recently released, obviously, at the cinemas. It's been out for a couple of weeks now, and uh, definitely one that uh, I'm going to say it straight off the bandwagon. Go out and see it. It's a fantastic film, and uh, I'm going to hopefully try and sell you on some reasons why. If it's the very first time you've tuned into one of our spoiler-free reviews, obviously, as the title says, we're going to be spoiler-free. The spoilers basically will end at anything that uh, basically isn't shown in trailers, and uh, obviously, we'll talk a little bit about the plot, but we're not going to ruin things for you. Eventually, we hope to do a full recap of this film, which will more be a scene-by-scene analysis in terms of our thought process and everything on the movie. This is more just a case of a review. Now, uh, the movie is about uh, two brothers, uh, the Logan brothers. Uh, we have Jimmy Logan, played by Channing Tatum, and Clyde Logan, played by Adam Driver, who are uh, down on their luck ever so slightly. Uh, Jimmy Logan, Channing Tatum's character, has just lost his job and uh, he's uh, struggling to to make do in terms of his family. He has a child with uh, another lady, his ex-wife, played by Katie Holmes. And um, basically, uh, with his brother, they decide to pull off a heist. Um, Instead of just a general bank robbery, they decide to pull off a heist of a NASCAR race, uh, the Coca-Cola 600 at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. And in order to do this, they need to uh, hire some help. And who better to help them than James Bond? Uh, Otherwise, a.k.a. Joe Bang. Daniel Craig plays Joe Bang, who is an explosive expert and is currently in jail. And uh, through a variety of circumstances, they need to get him out of jail in order to help them uh, pull off this heist to steal a bunch of money from this NASCAR race. And that's basically all you really need to know about this film uh, because that's the plot line and it's just kind of on the journey to see if they can or cannot pull off uh, this very interesting heist. So essentially, as I've just explained, it's basically Magic Mike, Kylo Ren and James Bond chilling and uh, trying to rob a NASCAR race, which uh, actually, uh, yeah, is as fun as it sounds. Now, I just want to start off, obviously, as I mentioned, Steven Soderbergh, uh, director of this film, of course, very well known for the Oceans movies, 
movies, uh, movies that I have never seen. And this is why I was uh, slightly disappointed that obviously we couldn't get Colin on to do this episode. He was planning on seeing the movie, but uh, sadly just couldn't get around to seeing it. Um, so, uh, therefore, I'm not really going to give a huge insight into uh, my history around um, watching any of his previous films because uh, I haven't actually really seen anything of his previously, uh, sadly. Not even something like Aaron Brockovich or Traffic. So, uh, please feel free to uh, rip me a new one as I basically tell you that I haven't seen some of uh, arguably the best movies of the last uh, 10, 15 years or so. Uh, no, I haven't even seen Magic Mike before you kind of say that. Of course, I haven't seen that. Well, some people probably wouldn't believe that. But um, definitely, uh, based off this uh, film and this style of this movie, it does make me want to see uh, some of his movies because it's just done in such a fun way. Like, this whole movie, uh, I mean, it's just... It's obviously more of a comedy than, I guess, uh, a serious film, but it's, it's kind of done in one of those not-so-obvious comedies. It's got that real sarcastic style of, of humour to it. It really kind of gave me a Little Miss Sunshine uh, vibe in terms of just that humour. Uh, maybe kind of not some of the underlying themes of seriousness that Little Miss Sunshine has, but uh, just that style of humour, it really gave me sort of some vibes there. And the performances by the actors, there's no one really in this movie that gives a bad performance. I don't think I've actually seen Channing Tatum in any movie before, and all I basically know him is that guy that all the girls think is sexy. And he is fantastic. He is absolutely fantastic as Jimmy Logan. I mean, he is the star of this movie. He is the main character. It's pretty much all about him and kind of just getting everybody along the way. And then, obviously, Adam Driver, who, of course, uh, I'm only really familiar familiar with as Kylo Ren, obviously, from uh, the, the new Star Wars trilogy. He's also fantastic. Um, again, I know he's obviously been in uh, Girls and some other things as well, but, again, that's all I'm familiar with him is from Star Wars. And then that leads me to Daniel Craig, who... Um, I think we're just going to have to do a whole side section here to talk about him. But uh, this this whole movie, obviously, is set in the South, set in uh, sort of West Virginia uh, and in North Carolina. So very much a real Southern American feel to this movie. And as you would have heard me talk a little bit about uh, in some previous recaps, I know I talked about it in Baby Driver and obviously I talked about it in The Big Sick. I'm a sucker for the location and having, uh, you know, been to the US quite a bit. Uh, I've spent time in the South and uh, this has a real genuine feel to it. You really do feel like this is how it is in real Southern America. And obviously, their obsession with NASCAR as well, which kind of plays um, not as big a role in this film as I thought it might have. But, um, you know, still still much of a role. But, uh, yeah, Channing Tatum really does do a fantastic job here. Uh, everything from the accent and just kind of his, his character and just everything. You really do feel for him as kind of down on his luck. And I really feel at no point in this movie are you kind of feeling bad for these guys in terms of you you know you think they're bad guys because i mean if you analyze it you have guys basically pulling off a bank robbery and uh we are essentially cheering for them because they are just such likable characters the main three people in this film are just such likable people uh and you know even just kind of the side characters who which i'll get to because some of them are very obsolete there are, there are at least two people in this film big stars i'll say who really don't need to be there. Um, but, 
Yeah, it's it's kind of just it's the Channing Tatum show for for a large portion of this, and uh, just the fact that I think it's really interesting with this movie is you kind of you're seeing these really Southern American sort of people who I guess stereotypically are not the brightest, they're not that smart, and there are definitely moments in this film where yeah, they're not the brightest, they're not that smart, but they manage to pull off some pretty incredible things and really show that they are very smart. So that's kind of a really interesting thing which I look forward to one day when we get to actually do a full recap of this talking about it um and it's, it's sort of out there as as channing tatum's character is and sort of you know he's very grounded though he's not over the top you know you kind of get the over the topness from daniel craig um but adam driver sort of is a very um mute character in the fact that he's not he, he speaks but he's very uh calm and kind of there's not a whole lot of emotion from him but it, it works just in the way his character is played uh, I guess kind of the quirk with his character is that he's only got one uh, arm. Well, actually, no, he's got half an arm, I should say, because that plays as a running joke in the in the movie. Uh, he um, went off to the Iraq war and lost it in battle. And it kind of is an undertone in terms of this brother rivalry, sibling rivalry, because uh, Channing Tatum's character was a former high school football star who obviously didn't really live up to his potential. And uh, Adam Driver's character kind of went off to war as kind of a thing to sort of get... Get a bit of um, notoriety, I guess, because his brother sort of living in his brother's shadow. And there's also the underlying theme of a bit of a, a Logan curse uh, in terms of their family. Um, that is a perceived curse that has uh, hit their family. So this is, uh, I guess, this heist not only to kind of turn around Channing Tatum's character's life, but also uh, to, to break the Logan curse, which obviously plays into it a little bit. But uh, definitely as brothers, I mean, they've got great chemistry, Channing Tatum and Adam Driver. Just It's it's sort of not that over-the-top chemistry where, you know, you're thinking these two are just amazing in the fact that they have to share all the screen time. It's just that really subtle chemistry that you believe they're good brothers, and uh, I think they play that very well. There's actually... Um, uh, Riley Kiu, and I hope I'm pronouncing her name correctly, um, who turns out is actually the sister. Uh, so she's the third Logan involved in this. I spent pretty much two thirds of this movie thinking that she was uh, Channing Tatum's like new wife or new girlfriend because it's kind of not really explained that well. And uh, particularly then in a scene when Channing Tatum character kind of meets, I guess, a sort of love interest in this film, um, you're kind of thinking, is he about to cheat on his wife? But you don't realise then that, oh, wait, you know, Riley Kiu's actually the sister so um just kind of <laughs> it's kind of almost like what we were talking about in the dunkirk uh, recap a few weeks back that uh, it took you a while to kind of like all oh, right okay i get it now so uh that's that but uh yeah daniel craig look i've got to do a whole separate thing on here i mean I, the real selling point for this movie for me of course was daniel craig being in this movie playing just completely against type to what i think anything he's ever played in and i think what the trailers serve as fun you get to see daniel craig with bleach blonde hair as a prisoner speaking with this really thick southern american accent and when you see him in the trailer you're kind of thinking like oh that kind of does sound a bit forced it doesn't really sound brilliant you lose it within two seconds of watching this film and you just believe that daniel craig is from the south he's brilliant at maintaining this accent and being so believable as a southern american and he's just fun he's just so much fun in this movie and, uh, you know, as much as Channing Tatum is the star, uh, Daniel Craig just steals every scene that he is in, uh, particularly when it comes to his weird obsession with boiled eggs. Uh, that's kind of fun. And, um, yeah, it's just 
So I don't know how I'm going to watch James Bond now, uh, knowing that he's Joe Bang as well. I mean, it's just, it's so much fun. And, uh, you know, I, I've kind of always been weirdly against Daniel Craig as James Bond and not the biggest fan as him as James Bond. But I've never really talked too much about my fandom of him as an actor. He's a great actor and uh, just so, so much fun in this movie and definitely just worth the price of admission purely to see Daniel Craig play this uh, Southern American prisoner. Uh, the scene that they show in the trailer when he's like, I am incarcerated. It's just just the way he plays his character is absolutely um, fantastic. And he just has chemistry with everybody he interacts with in this entire movie. It's great. It's so much fun. Uh, other sort of the main stars I mentioned, obviously, uh, Katie Holmes in this film uh, playing the ex-wife of uh, Channing Tatum I and mean, she doesn't really do much let's be honest um, she really doesn't serve much to the plot uh, but from what we get of her she's pretty good uh, you know pretty okay um, I think the uh, the daughter of uh, Channing Tatum's character uh, who is played by uh, f- uh, an actress called Farrah McKenzie playing Sadie Logan. She steals the show. She's a fantastic actress and uh, definitely one that I can see great things coming for uh, in the future. Uh, she doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, apparently, so she obviously hasn't done a whole lot just yet, but uh, she is a great actress, and uh, usually child actresses give me the shits, but uh, she didn't in this movie. Um, the, other, the other main stars in this one, I guess, in terms of... Uh, People that you that you know, uh, Seth MacFarlane and Hilary Swank. Now they're kind of billed in the in the, the you know as main stars in this movie. They're on the poster, they're in the in the trailer, and that. But they really aren't in it that much. And I have to say this: they kind of serve no purpose to the plot. Uh, I mean, they do. But, like, Seth MacFarlane's character, for example, he really... Like, you could write him out and there's you don't lose anything on this entire film. And I can't really go into too much details. He plays an arrogant British businessman, is his uh, official title here on the uh, Wikipedia page. But um, he's basically a NASCAR team owner in some aspects. He's a sponsor of one of the NASCAR teams and there's a NASCAR driver and there's a bit of a plot line with that. But it really just doesn't fit in well. There's one bit that sort of is there and you think it's going to lead to something, but that the payoff isn't there at all. So I think that was kind of one of the downsides that I found overall with a very strong script. Um, and then when it comes to Hilary Swank's character, you basically don't see her until right at the end. She is important. She's an FBI agent. But it's kind of... It's it's interesting how she's into the, the plot. And again, I can't really go into too much detail without spoiling it. Um... And she's kind of involved in a bit of a cliffhanger, which is kind of interesting, which might set it up for a possible sequel. Even though it's not like a huge cliffhanger, it's kind of like a minor cliffhanger. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know, like to me, both of them, it's good that they're in the film. I mean, they do well in their in their characters, but I just feel that both of them could be taken out of this and you're not going to lose anything from the film. Uh, Dw- look out for Dwight Yoakam, uh, who plays an incompetent warden in a prison. Uh, kind of uh, fun. Uh, he seems to be playing up a lot to uh, just fun fun roles, Dwight Yoke. Of course, he was in uh, what, Jurassic World in a brief little cameo scene with his margaritas in Margaritaville. Um, so he likes to take the piss out of uh, himself. And uh, look out for a Leanne Rimes cameo, because why wouldn't there be a Leanne Rimes cameo? Uh, a few NASCAR drivers have cameos in this uh, movie as well. If you're a NASCAR fan, Jeff Gordon is in it. Carl Edwards and Kyle Busch are also in it. Uh, Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano, as well as Kyle Larson and 
Ryan Blaney, just for all you NASCAR fans out there. Uh, they uh, play small, very small roles in this movie. Uh, and then outside of kind of the main ones, uh, we have... Uh, a couple of um, brothers, uh, Joe Bang has some brothers in this film, We've got Brian Gleason and Jack Quaid playing them. They're the ones in the trailer, if you see, there's a guy, he's like, I know all about computers, I know all the Twitters. I mean, they're, they're, they serve as a comic relief, but again, they're kind of two other people who really, they don't serve any purpose in this film, to be honest. Um, I mean, again, comic relief, sure, but write them out of it. You don't need them at all. But, uh, I mean, that's just a couple of uh, small little um, little picks there i mean i mentioned the script it's such a great script i mean obviously soderbergh uh essentially retired after doing behind the candelabra a few years ago but uh i mean it's so good to see him back and kind of writing this style again i'm not really familiar with a lot of his work in that i haven't seen it i'm familiar with what's out there and obviously the esteem that he has um you know as a, as a director and a producer and all this sort of stuff but just it was there really wasn't anything in this film besides just a few uh characters that i feel weren't necessary for the script that was bad. I mean, it's just the, 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 the script is so strong. It's just, it's tight. Not any point of this movie, you're feeling like it's dragging on. It's, it's always fun. Even in kind of the quiet moments of the movie, you're just thoroughly enjoying what is being said on screen. And it's just, it's just incredible to, uh, to see this all come together. The locations are fantastic. The, the NASCAR scenes are very well done. They, uh, I believe did film this, uh, really during some NASCAR races. And uh, again, it doesn't play a whole lot in just, so don't go into this thinking this is a hidden NASCAR film. I don't like NASCAR. I don't want to see it. I mean, it just plays kind of a, a minor role. I mean, they could have had this heist at a, at a football game or a hockey game or a basketball game. Like it just, they just used NASCAR to kind of obviously tie in with the, the, uh, the Southern American sort of theme to it because when you think NASCAR, you obviously think of the South. So um, I think that kind of that plays in well. But just like the whole heist part of the movie where you've sort of got that element into it, it's it's sort of more about what they're doing to get the money rather than the actual race. So as I said with the Seth MacFarlane character, there's a bit involved there, but it's not huge to the plot. And the NASCAR cameos, unless you know who they are, you're not going to know who they are in the movie, if that makes sense. So that's um, more of a, a nod out there to the, the NASCAR fans rather than anyone. If you go into this having no, no idea about NASCAR, you don't know who any of these NASCAR drivers that I mentioned are before, you're not going to know who the hell they are when they're on screen. So that's kind of... It plays well... Um into the movie. Maybe the only criticism that I will have in terms of uh, this film outside of the pointless characters that I feel, the uh, the kind of the final act, I guess the final third of this movie, uh, just the way it starts off feels a little little bit flat, just tiny compared to what we were seeing. There's only a brief moment where you're like, oh, real change in tone, but then it kind of picks up again. So it's kind of, there's maybe a five, ten minute sequence here where you're like, holy crap, this has just changed direction, but then it kind of ties in well with what obviously it gets towards the conclusion might not really make a whole lot of sense the way I describe that but when you see it I'm sure that you uh, might kind of uh, pick it up but I mean there's, there's probably not a whole lot more really to add I think I've, I've kind of covered the, the main parts of Logan Lucky the, the good bits the bad bits and again there's not many bad bits so it's mainly good bits and again just the starring roles in terms of uh, these these lead actors uh, that are just uh, so well done and again Daniel Craig just steals this movie 
movie so well. But again, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, fantastic. And again, in the tale of uh, Magic Mike and Kylo Ren and James Bond go to rob a NASCAR race. Um, yeah, it's definitely fun. I really want to see Daniel Craig in uh, his final Bond film at some point have to go undercover as like a Southern American or something um, along those lines. It, it definitely would be a lot of fun. Uh, one of the interesting things that I was reading about this, um, the fact that it's written by somebody called Rebecca Blunt. And apparently uh, this is a uh, thing now that Rebecca Blunt does not exist according to long rumors uh so the film production notes state that she's a native of logan west virginia who now lives in new york city and she's a first-time screenwriter however no one other than soderbergh has personally vouched for her existence some people have exchanged emails with a person they believe to be her and that she lives in the uk but sources have speculated that rebecca blunt is actually a pseudonym for soderbergh's wife jules asner and comedian john henson or for soderbergh himself so it's interesting that, uh, you know, there's rumours here of this, uh, the, the screenwriter that she maybe doesn't exist. So, um, that's, uh, that's incredible to think that. And just a few other notes that I read here, which I thought were interesting, that Matt Damon was initially connected to this film, but I uh, had to, to pull out. Um, and that initially also Catherine Heigl was uh, going to be in this film, but uh, she wasn't. So, um, yeah, interesting to kind of see the has and has nots of what could have been in this film. But, uh, yeah, filmed only over 35 days as well. So, um, yeah, very well done. Now, uh, before I get to my review, I mean, I know a lot of this we kind of will go over over in a recap when we do a full recap of it but as of right now uh critically it's getting uh strong strong reviews 94 percent currently right now on rotten tomatoes an average rating of 7.6 out of 10 um and it's also currently in cinema score sitting at a b um which uh, obviously is going very strong in a 78 out of 100 on metacritic uh, Owen Gilderman of Variety says that Steven Soderbergh's Logan Lucky is a high-spirited, low-down blast. Todd McCartney of The Hollywood Reporter also gave the film a positive review, saying this is a good times film that doesn't put on airs, dressed to impress and pretend to be something it isn't. It just aims to please and does a pretty good job of it. I think that sells it well. I mean, you don't go into this thinking like it's going to be like an intellectually, you know, smart film that makes you think a lot. It's, it's, it's a fun film that just is a good ride. You have a lot of fun with it and great acting performances, great locations, and really just a fun film um and in terms of the box office it has been slightly disappointing to see that uh on a budget of 29 million it's only made 13 million dollars but having said that at the time of recording this it's only been out for nine days so uh i'm sure that it can make some of that money back and i'm not sure exactly how the global release has gone compared to the u.s release um based i think that's purely based so much on the uh, u.s box office a lot of it at least at the moment and there has been announced that if this film is successful that there could be a possible sequel and given that it's only a 35-day shoot and, you know, as I said, semi-cliffhanger at the end. You can definitely see a sequel beam out out of this. Um, who knows how that might play out. But um, review, well, look, I think you're kind of going to guess where I'm going with this. It's it's an easy buy it for me. Without question, this is a buy it. Um, and I'm going to say this right now. I tweeted this out after I saw it, and I'm going to say it right now. This is the best film I've seen all year. Uh, this, is, this is fantastic. Uh, this tops any movie that I've seen in 2017, and I... I for sure would recommend this out there to anybody 
anybody out there at all, um, you know, no matter what type of uh, films you do like watching because it's just so much fun. And uh, this is definitely a movie that I cannot wait to uh, fully review here on the show. Have Colin uh, watch it as well. Oh, Noah, when he's back. Nick, anybody involved here on the show. Rossi, Jamie, uh, <laughs> Brandy, Perez. Just we'll, we'll tick them all off. We'll just have a big movie night. But um, thoroughly, thoroughly recommend Logan Lucky. Uh, it's a movie that I honestly would go and see again. I liked it that much. So, who knows? Maybe I will. I have no life and no friends. So, maybe I'll just go and do that anyway. Um, but that's it for the Logan Lucky uh, review for you right now. In terms of other reviews that we've got coming up, uh, we've got The Dark Tower coming up very soon, uh, so stay tuned for that one. Colin's going to get his uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes or Battle of the Planet, whatever the Planet of the Apes one that just came out is. Uh, he's going to do a solo review of that one, uh, so stay tuned for that. And obviously, uh, any of the other new films that we'll do, you'll see in uh, solo reviews by myself, by Colin, or we'll come together if we see movies at the uh, same time. But in terms of full recaps, as you have been well aware, we have been advertising the crap out of what is coming up very soon here on the Oz Network. September is anniversary month. We're going to celebrate four films celebrating a different anniversary. Two of them are celebrating their 20th anniversary. That is Face Off and Titanic. We're doing a 25th anniversary film in White Men Can't Jump and a 30th anniversary film of Dirty Dancing. So stay tuned for that. Then uh, moving into October, it's getting close to our DC month. We're looking at all the DC movies leading up into the release, of course, of Justice League. And then Star Wars month. We're doing some Star Wars movies in the lead up to the last jedi and as again i keep saying they're not necessarily the star wars movies you think we would cover in that point and then december it's christmas month because we love christmas movies but in the meantime we're doing our fillers we obviously did kill phil last week you know kill phil 2 is coming this week folks and um it's a doozy so uh, make sure you listen to it you can watch the film online now in the lead up to it and uh yeah just prepare yourself for an awesome movie just uh yeah maybe but uh and also all our tv coverage still uh survivor australia the amazing race third watch nip tuck uh they're all still out there the oz network we're keeping you busy we're giving you lots to listen to because we like to make sure you're well looked after but uh this of course has been the oz network uh logan lucky go out and see it i've decided to buy it and i hope you will too like us on facebook follow us on twitter subscribe to us on itunes stitcher and spotify wherever you do listen to your podcast from you can subscribe to our youtube channel as well and just stay up to date with everything that is happening here with the oz network we appreciate all your support wherever you are listening to us around this great big planet of ours or maybe outside of planet earth hello to all our alien visitors thank you for tuning in to the oz network my name has been ben i have not been in rated i have been podcast hosted that was a really bad way to end this episode. We'll speak to you next time on the Oz Network. Good night. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.